the Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. Do you want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia, Minnesota Vikings podcast. It is Monday, February the 2nd, and today, in February 2nd, 2009, it is Purple Mafia, episode number 26. Today we are going to preview the Super Bowl. That is going to be the main objective of the show today, but... First and foremost, you can also join the family on thesportstuff.com. And first and foremost, I want to thank each and every one of you once again for downloading and listening to this show, Purple Mafia, on thesportstuff.com and iTunes. This show is doing so well. I'm just absolutely thrilled, and I thank each and every one of you for being a part of this show. Continue to tell your friends about this show. Get the word out. Tell them why you like it and uh, why it's worth listening to is I'm sure there are many, many reasons to say that. Now on the sportstuff.com, we want you to join that as well. On the front page of the sportstuff.com, there is a button that says TSS Boards. That is how, by clicking on it, of course, that is how you can join the sportstuff.com. We need more Viking fans on that website. Guys, come on, get on here and join. There's too many fans of all these other teams, Packers, Chiefs, you know, we need some Viking fans up there to get on the message boards, get on there and vote on the polls for Purple Mafia that I will be putting up. There won't be a poll today, but there will be polls in the future for the show. We need your support on thesportsstuff.com. I would really appreciate more of you on there. And when you do sign up, there's a little area, a little box that says referral, like who refer you. Type in Paladino Live, two words. Paladino Live, P-A-L-A-D-I-N-O, and space live. That's what you got to type in. That way I can have you as a referral, and that way it shows I care about the website. It is not about making money. It is about joining the family. Basically, you get the idea. Well, I'll stop rambling, and it is time to get into the review of this amazing Super Bowl right after this. Here on thesportstuff.com, we're bursting in blue with Timberwolves Explosion. Timberwolves fans, your show has arrived at last as we bring in a new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Mike Miller. We're available on thesportstuff.com and also available on iTunes. Download and listen to in-depth and detailed coverage of your favorite team. Show your true blue and join this explosion of Timberwolves basketball.
And we are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 26 already, which is cool. And that is a reminder of, or a reminder for iPod users. Thank you. Do check out Timberwolves Explosion on the sportsstuff.com and iTunes. That team is getting better and that podcast is also getting better. Do check it out. It will be a blast. All right. Well, there was one heck of a Super Bowl last night. Absolutely amazing. And that's why we have a show today. We are only going to talk about the Super Bowl today. No Vikings news, and I'm sorry, when there's no news to talk about, that's just all there is to it. And uh, this game was so amazing that uh, there has to be a show here on Purple Mafia to talk about it today. And um, remember what I predicted last week, folks, and I, I hate to brag, and I don't mean to be this kind of person, but I picked the Steelers to win by four. And the final score was 27 to 23. I do believe... If you do the math right, the Steelers won by four. Yeah, actually they did. And um, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not trying to brag. It's just, it's just, it, it's experience, folks. I've been around this game long enough to have a pretty good idea how things are going to turn out. Um, yeah, it's luck. <laughs> part of it's a big part of it's luck. I know. <laughs> I had to, I had to gloat for a second there, but yeah, I mean, a lot of it's luck that it turned out that way. Um, big part of it is experience as well. Along with the fact that, um, yeah, when the Arizona Cardinals scored with three minutes to go, yeah, you knew this game wasn't over. Just like when the Patriots did the same thing last year. And, um, yeah, that pissed me off, as did the result last night. I really, really was pulling for the Arizona Cardinals. I felt horrible for the Arizona Cardinals and their fan base. As we know what it's like here in Minnesota to come oh so close and to not bring it home. Just like the Atlanta Falcons game in 2000, 2000, 1998. That was an absolute heartbreaker. Uh, yeah, in 2000, it wasn't quite as close in the NFC Championship game that year. Mm-hmm, 41 donut. But, yeah, I had to get that in, unfortunately. I mean, that's the last time we were able to get super far and believed we had a shot at winning a championship. <sighs> but, yeah, I mean, the Arizona Cardinals once again proved 9-7 and record, 10-6 and record, you legitimately can win the Super Bowl as long as your team is playing well at the right place in the right time and you have the right players on your team to get that done. And um, they were so close. They were so close. It just broke my heart to see this, to see them not bring it home. But uh, I'll get into the game. I'll talk about it in order here. I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself. Well, the first quarter, may, uh, the Arizona Cardinals won the coin toss, elected to kick, not to receive. I mean, I do that a lot in video games because I like to have momentum going into the second half. Arizona Cardinals thought that way as well, but kind of a dangerous thing because remember what I said on the last show that if the Arizona Cardinals were going to win, they needed to get the early momentum. They needed to get a touchdown early. Warner and Fitzgerald or Warner Bolden, whoever, shucks, even if it was a... <laughs> even if it was Ben Patrick, the guy, you know, little used Ben Patrick. Shucks. They needed to get the touchdown early. Uh, instead, the Pittsburgh Steelers, well, they pretty much, they did everything but get a touchdown on that first drive. It was almost perfect, almost flawless, until, well, a touchdown was called when uh, Ben Roethlisberger scrambled towards the goal line and supposedly in the end zone, and um, Wisenhunt threw the challenge flag. And I said, why the hell would you waste the challenge flag on the first drive of the Super Bowl, why would you waste a challenge flag? There's no way they're going to overturn this call. And then, <laughs> amazingly, the evidence 
on the uh, on these you know these um, the, the amazing coverage, the amazing uh, camera footage in this game. Wow, I mean, welcome to the 21st century, folks. Just amazing. Ben Roethlisberger's knee was down, was down before the ball was over the plane. An amazing call by Wizen, uh, by the coach of the Arizona Cardinals. That was just unbelievable. Amazing call, and he got to keep his challenge flag for later, did not lose a timeout, and it saved the Arizona Cardinals four points. And what a turnaround it was. I mean, it looked like, you know, at first it's like, oh, boy, here we go, Broncos and Niners, you know, Niners 55, Broncos 10. You know, not the case. No, that was a spectacular job. Unfortunately, the Arizona Cardinals on their drive did virtually nothing, pretty much a three and out. Pittsburgh Steelers come back again, and former Gopher, Little used, barely used, Gary Russell. Not Miwaldi Moore, not Willie Parker, but Gary Russell is able to complete what was an extremely successful drive again as the Arizona Cardinals defense looking horrible early on in this game. Just getting beat big time by Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, tough, tough, tough indeed. And Gary Russell, yeah, the former gopher. He was a, not even really that big of a gopher player. You know, he was okay. Scores. On the goal line to make it 10 to nothing. And it was like, oh man, Arizona's screwed. They're done. But then all of a sudden, the Arizona Cardinals offense finally wakes up and they start doing their thing. Now it wasn't exactly bombs to, uh, Fitzgerald. But thankfully there was a bomb on this play. And it ended up being Anquin Bolden, one of my favorite players in the entire league, brought in what was a 45-yard catch, and I just loved it. And I'm like, oh, my God, the Arizona Cardinals are alive. They are alive. They finally completed a long pass. It was nothing but pretty much Minnesota Vikings offense. It was like Brad Childress had taken over the reins over there in Arizona because Pittsburgh Steelers' defense is that good. That cover two defense by Mike Tomlin is insane. It really is. And um, But finally they broke through, Bolden bringing it in, and then Kurt Warner ending up getting it to Patrick after uh, Tim Hightower was able to get the the uh, excuse me the Arizona Cardinals to the goal line, but then Warner was able to hit Pat, Ben Patrick, little used Ben Patrick, to end up making it ten to seven. And all of a sudden, the Arizona Cardinals are right back in the game. They make a stop on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it's like, oh my God, Arizona Cardinals are ready to rock and roll, and they get the ball and they drive all the way downfield. Just amazing. One great. Completion after another completions to uh, Bolden and others, the third receiver of Arizona, making big catches. Breston, that is a funny name, but he made some, he was very big in this game, huge. He also had a really nice return, but um, (laughs) Arizona, all the opportunity in the world to take the lead and get the ball back after the half. And Kurt Warner (laughs) is foiled as the Pittsburgh Steelers, Fake the blitz. Everybody except James Harrison blitzes. James Harrison was standing right where he needed to be as Kurt Warner was completely foiled. He tried to hit, I believe it was Bolden. Yes, Anquin Bolden, James Harrison, James Harrison brings it in. And the linebacker, number 92 for the Pittsburgh Steelers, goes the distance for 100 flipping yards with no time left on the clock. It is a 14-point Turnaround as the Steelers, Steelers, the, the Cardinals most likely would have scored a touchdown had this not occurred. 
had the Steelers blitzed, had Harrison blitzed, Bolden would likely have pulled in a touchdown on that play. Instead, nope, Harrison, who <laughs> had the oxygen mask on after this run, the guy looked like he was dead in the end zone for about two minutes there. They had the trainers over there to help him, and he makes what you could say was what looked to be probably the play of the game. I thought he was going to be MVP of the Super Bowl with that play, as it completely changed momentum of this game. And uh, me and Paul Tuniverse-Caniff, who are watching this game on his beautiful Samsung high-definition TV, were just stunned and were very sad. I mean, we really wanted the Cardinals to pull this thing out. And uh, it looked like this thing was going to be one of those boring blowouts, kind of like Steelers and Seahawks years ago. And uh, Pittsburgh then is able to shut down Arizona throughout the entire third quarter. It's like, man, this thing's done. This sucks. Jeff Reed is able to get uh, complete a uh, to a chip shot field goal. That was the only scoring drive of the entire third quarter. I remember that well. Obviously, the third quarter was not the very not a very fun quarter at all. Just a lot of back and forth. A lot of good defense. Thankfully, Arizona's defense was keeping them in the game at this point, other than that drive. But uh, they were at least able to stop the Steelers from getting a touchdown. But then it was twenty to seven. And then, about seven minutes into the third quarter, the Arizona Cardinals finally get a really legit drive going. I mean, they started playing that two-minute huddle, and it was a beauty to see. It was a beauty. Passes completed to Fitzgerald. Finally, Larry Fitzgerald was actually catching the ball. So similar to Randy Moss last year with the New England Patriots. Tom Brady and Randy Moss could not hook up in the first half. Finally getting going in the second half. And, uh, man, it looked like Michael Jordan, man. Larry Fitzgerald looked like Michael Jordan on the touchdown grab. A jump ball flew up in the air, brought the ball down. It was a beauty, and it re- it really was absolutely gorgeous. And um, all of us were starting to believe, as long as this Arizona defense can shut them down. And uh, that was the key right there. And I'm going to finish up the rest of the game as I'm going to take a quick commercial break. i got to do it. This is the only way I'm going to get this break in. So after that, we'll get into the rest of the game right after this quick announcement. Here on thesportstuff.com, we're toughing up on Brave the Wild with Paladino. Join me, Paladino, as we brave the Minnesota Wild Hockey Club on our way to the playoffs. We're available on the sportstuff.com and iTunes. The boogeyman Derek Bugard says you better listen or he just might drop the gloves. Call up your courage and brave the wild with your buddy, Paladino Joey. And we are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 26, Super Bowl review, Pittsburgh Steelers and Arizona Cardinals. Amazing, amazing football game. As mentioned, do check out Brave the Wild, Minnesota Wild's podcast on the sportstuff.com on iTunes. That show is getting better and better as well. Do check it out. All right, well, let's get on with the game here. I mean, that was the only way I was going to get that commercial in this show if I did it that way, and uh, so be it. Well... On the following drive, the Arizona Cardinals are able to pin the Steelers on the two. An awesome job by the Arizona Cardinals there, pinning the Steelers at the two. And uh, they almost, <laughs> after a couple of incomplete passes, and also, even worse, 
a catch. No, there was a near safety on Willie Parker, but he got out of the end zone by a millimeter, and I was very lucky for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But then Ben, ben Roethlisberger all of a sudden, oh, he had a lot of time to throw the ball all of a sudden. Hmm, I wonder why. Pass to Santonio Holmes, who unfortunately, yeah, we'll get into that later too. But, yeah, past that Santonio Holmes, he's like, yeah, first down, baby. Oh, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger had a lot of time to throw that ball, didn't he? There's a flag holding on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Automatic safety. And that was absolutely spectacular. As all of a sudden the Cardinals were within four points. And they get the ball back as the Steelers kind of do a punt kickoff. That's kind of a strange thing that they do after a team gets a safety. But, yeah, it, it's weird, but it works, I guess. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But... <laughs> And on the following drive, the drama, the drama and the beauty of this game takes place. Almost immediately, Kurt Warner is able to hit Jerry Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald, about 20 yards downfield, up the middle. He broke loose, and all of a, and <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald, all of a sudden it was a foot race, and Larry Fitzgerald, as I've said his name 45 times just now in a sentence, sorry, Looks like Randy Moss in a foot race. And all of a sudden, he went from, uh, you know, parallel to the Steelers' defending defensive backs, and he just blew by them and went all the way for a total of 65, 64 yards and a touchdown. And, yeah, he looked like Randy Moss. I think Larry Fitzgerald is the next Randy Moss. I think he is because of the speed and the leaping ability and just the flat-out ability to make the big catch. He is the next Randy Moss, ladies and gentlemen. Kurt Warner was this year's version of Randall Cunningham, 98 Randall Cunningham. And, uh, yeah, it was a beautiful thing, beautiful thing to see. His eyes just bulging out of his head as he was in that foot race and he was nearing that end zone. Oh, my God, the Arizona Cardinals are one defensive stop away from a Super Bowl championship. From doormat to dominance, from doormat to championship. Unbelievable, the Arizona Cardinals could do what the St. Louis Rams did in 1999, but unfortunately, but unfortunately, after a couple of nice defensive stops to get the Steelers to third down, Ben Roethlisberger started completing the ball to Santonio Holmes, and it was every single completion that Ben Roethlisberger made was to Santonio Holmes, and Roethlisberger with, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of this guy. He's good. He's good, but I'm not necessarily comparing him to these guys, but these were shades of John Elway and Joe Montana and Tom Brady on that final drive. Ben Roethlisberger to Holmes, one after another. Arizona could not get the stops as Roethlisberger would have just enough time to get rid of the ball. Uh, it was a lot of quick releases, and for some flipping reason, the coverage was just not good enough, and Holmes continued bring in the catch every single time the ball was anywhere near him it seemed except for the second last play of the game or second last play for the Steelers but get to that shortly um every single time you thought the Arizona Cardinals were going to make a stop they couldn't and the Steelers were able to continue this drive it was heartbreaking and then the ball thrown to Santonio Holmes once again on the corner nope not quite but then on the next play, Santonio Holmes catches it and does a Chris Carter play. Tiptoes and leaning out, kept his feet inbounds, kept control of the ball. Literally looked like Chris Carter on this play. And uh, he just 
knelt on the ground with the ball in his hand, looked like he was all about to cry knowing of what just happened. I mean, it was shades of last year when New York got the touchdown against the New England Patriots. Very similar situation with about 30 seconds to go. And the only hope the Arizona Cardinals had left was, you know, a couple of good completions and a Hail Mary of some kind. And it just wasn't their night. Kurt Warner couldn't get rid of the ball in time on a play, and what ended up being the final play of the game ends up fumbling as he's hit when he's trying to throw. And, uh, man, the Pittsburgh Steelers are now the six-time Super Bowl champions. Much of the chagrin of myself and other underdog fans out there, or at least Arizona Cardinals fans especially. I'm not a Cardinals fan in a big frame of things, but I really like Kurt Warner and Quinn Bolden and Larry Fitzgerald. And um, I felt so bad for him. I mean, also, I like uh, Entrell Roll as well. I won't forget. But um, very, very, I felt very bad when this took place. But at the same time, the Pittsburgh Steelers have so many Minnesota connections on their team. They have Uchek, the former Minnesota Gophers tight end. They have Miwell Moore, the former Minnesota Vikings running back. They have Gary Russell, the former Gophers running back. And last and absolutely positively not least, they have Mike Tomlin, former Vikings defensive coordinator, the diamond in the rough in this Minnesota Vikings coaching staff in the early going with Brad Childress. Mike Tomlin becomes the second black coach to win the Super Bowl, and this guy is one of the coolest coaches you've, you'll, you'll ever see. The way he talks, the way he thinks, this man is a world champion, and um that is what made me feel better, just seeing Mike Tomlin holding that trophy, wearing that championship hat. I mean, this guy deserves all the credit in the world for getting the Steelers right back into the championship circle once again for the second time in four years. Just spectacular job by Mike Tomlin. And, um, hey, you know, the champions deserve what they got. They are now the six-time Super Bowl champions, making them the pinnacle of NFL immortality. And, um, Wizenhunt said it best. Wizenhunt said it best of Arizona when uh, the one thought he had when Larry Fitzgerald scored the touchdown, too much time left on the clock. And that's what happened with the Patriots last year, exactly the same situation. And uh, Mike Tomlin knew, like, hey, no matter what, no matter what the Cardinals just did, we fought back so many times, we know we can do it again, and they did. And uh, Mike Tomlin deserves this championship as much as anybody in the NFL right now today, as would have went as Wizenhunt, who was spectacular in this game. And I congratulate both teams, and I congratulate Max Shepman on now having the best team in NFL history, basically, you can you can say, at least in terms of Super Bowl titles. Congratulations, Max Shepman, host of the Steel Pit here on the SportsStuff.com. I'm sure he will have a very happy, emotional Super Bowl championship podcast that will come out soon. Do check it out when you have the chance, especially you Steelers fans out there that just might have thought, oh, what the heck, let's listen to Purple Mafia since it's a Super Bowl preview. And, um, hey, congratulations, guys. Congratulations, Lance Williams as well. Big swap. Congratulations, Chris Porter. All of you are Steelers fans. Uh, Steelers girl, Heidi, congratulations. All of you deserve, you know, you're good, you're good people. You deserve this title. I wish, I, I, I wish it was me. But it isn't. Maybe next year, guys, Purple Mafia fans, maybe next year we will bring in the Stuber Bowl. If we can get the right quarterback or something, we will see what happens. Well, I'm going to call it a show. And once again, 
thank you, all of you, for listening during this awesome football season. It has been spectacular. You have made this show a hit here in the Twin Cities and on the SportsDev.com and iTunes. Thank you all so very much. There will be continued coverage during the off season, but probably not on a weekly basis unless the Vikings news is really, really, you know, big stuff. Unless there's Viking news every week, but I don't think there will be. So do stay tuned, though, as news comes out. I will return for Episode 27 when stuff breaks, and uh, we will catch you on the flip side of that. Thank you again for a great 2008 season. We will talk to you soon. Take care.